Latoya, I want to thank you, first of all, for taking this time out with me. I mean, on a, on a minute's notice, <laughs> to sit down with me to do this podcast. And I hope that it goes out wide and clear to everyone. <laughs> you get to hear it. So, once, I came here, like I tell you, I came here for two reasons. Mm, mm. The first one is because you wanted to show me your place. Yes. We do that, and you wanted to ask me some questions, you yes, said. Yes, yes, yes. And anything you want to ask is fine with me. Wow, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to see your place. Because yeah. you have the sixth floor and the ninth floor. Yes. Now, this is beautiful. Thank you. For those, th for those that look on the video, video vlog and see it, they can see the place. And um, this is just nice. The view outside is excellent. You have a nice, up on the top floor. I am. <laughs> this is fantastic, fantastic. No, so tell uh, me, so what, let me see, how long have you been in Japan now? Now, 15 years. 15 years? Yes. 15 what brought years. you here? Why did you decide to come? First, we came and we did, uh, my husband and I, we did mission work. Okay, you, you were married when you came. Yes, I'm still married. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, I mean, you yeah, were married. Yeah, but that was married. Yeah, right. yeah, but married when I came. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we had been married five years before we moved here. Okay, from and, where? Where'd you uh, come from? I I'm from the states, but um, I'm from Mississippi. But we met when we were in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. And then we uh, got married and lived there, and uh, yeah. Where's David from? Uh, David's from Atlanta. Atlanta, Yeah, okay. yeah, that's All his right. hometown. And you were born and raised in Mississippi? I am. I'm a Mississippi girl. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> My father's from Louisiana. Okay, what part? Yeah, Sweetport. Okay. Yeah. I and lived, I in, yeah, I oh lived yeah. in New Orleans for a little bit. Oh, did you? I did. I was one of the girls that went to Mardi Gras and never left for a year. So I transferred to Xavier. Oh, did you really? I did. I transferred to Xavier for a year program because I enjoyed it so much. Wow. <laughs> that's neat. That's neat. So go on. So you're going to tell me. So you and your husband came over here for missionary work? Yes. All right. And uh, my, we're both into music. And so uh, we did uh, gospel choirs. And then, of course, in Japan, we taught English, had an right. English program. Uh, at the church that we were uh, servicing, and then, yeah, uh, after a while, uh, we were sp only supposed to be here for two years, but somehow it turned into 15. Where'd you come when you came to Japan? Where, where uh, in that time, we were in like the Itabashiku area. So Itabashiku, oh, so Shimura, uh, okay. yeah. We were in Shimura Sanchome. Right, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. that's neat, that's neat. And then, so, and then in your son, you, you told me he's six years old he's now. He's six years old, yeah. So you just had him six years yeah. old? Yeah. Shoot, that was my surprise, baby. Is that, is that right? <laughs> yeah, they told uh, my husband and I had been married 13 years before we conceived him, but that was because doctors told us that we couldn't have kids. You couldn't have kids. Yeah, and so uh, I remember one of my good friends came up to me and said, "Hey, I think you're gonna have a baby soon." And then another friend came to me and said, "Why don't you have kids? Do you want kids?" And I said, "Yeah," but the doctor told me he said. Can I do an examination on you? I said, yeah. He did uh, Chinese herbal medicine. Okay. So he uh, did an exam, and then he said, your womb is too too cold. So he gave me like a black ginseng type uh, thing that I took for about six months. Mm -hmm. And then right after, during that time, my husband had to go to Kansai for Osaka for a, a music conference. And when we were there, uh, the, the person who was over the Kansai music mm -hmm. uh, conference his mom's like, do you want kids? I was like, yes, ma'am, I do, but you know. Uh, and she said, uh, let me give you a hug. And she said, don't be surprised if you conceive very soon. And we conceived that very night. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> wow. And then Jonas was born <laughs> nine, ten months later. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Enjoy your life. I okay. do, I do. I was surprised. So when the doctor said congratulations, I was like, for what? <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> I did. I was <laughs> maybe, maybe. So yeah. you have so so you so outside so your family life then you set up a restaurant. What made you decide? Did, what other businesses have you done? Is this the first? Uh, mainly just everything has been mainly in the food industry. You know, uh, we when we got here, mm -hmm. uh, a friend of ours asked us. The same friend that did church asked us to do a Thanksgiving party, okay. and so we did the Thanksgiving party. The first party was like thirty people came, and then we did that for ten years, mm -hmm. and it was just a free party because we just went grateful that we were able to live and mm -hmm. do well. And uh, we, with that, people start asking, can you cater? Uh, can you do cooking classes? So I was doing catering all the years, uh, almost just about all the years that we've been here. And then for the cooking classes, I did that for about eight years, nine years. And then it finally students were just like, hey, uh, I love your food, but uh, I, when I get home, it just don't taste the same. When they try to do, you mean when they try to do the you know, same thing? they go back and cut right. cook now, it now, the, now the cuisine, I, the people don't have to guess it's soul food. Yes, it's okay. soul food. And that's why this is called the soul food house. Yes, it is. That's what we're talking yes. about. <laughs> so, 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 so what are some of the things that you make? I mean, because uh, I've had the food. Yes, you have. You caught me sneaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I remember when I saw you. I was in the car. I was like, you sitting in the car. You know? <laughs> I was like. Get this charge. You could have ate in the restaurant. <laughs> Go on, go on. So. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm Mississippi, so I gotta have some fried catfish on the menu. Yes. And of course, my husband, North Carolina, so we have pulled he pork. He cooks too? Does he cook? He does well? cook. He okay. does. He's a good cook. Yeah. It was actually, we were gonna open a cafe like everybody else does. But it was when I got pregnant with my son, and I was like, you know, I love Japanese food, but when you're pregnant, you don't want nothing like yeah. that. You want home food. Yeah, the stuff you used to. You yeah. want that stuff that's going to make you feel good. So basically, David was cooking all the time because I wasn't cooking much or nothing. So he was, he made me pots of chicken and dumplings, fried catfish, mac and cheese. He can cook. My husband was, can cook. That was before the restaurant. That was before the restaurant. So he was. But did I, you know he could cook before yeah, that what, happened? You so, want to know what was funny? Yeah, okay. So when we were dating, right. he asked me for the key to my apartment. Okay. And I was like, okay. And he went to my house, and when I got home from school, he had. I was in grad school. Okay. When I got home from school, he had dinner laid out for me. So about a month or so later, when I met his family, and I was like, and telling them this story, they looked at me and said, he can cook. So <laughs> Now, I have to, listen, I have to tell you, my <laughs> wife did the same thing, uh, uh, you know. My wife's Japanese, and her parents didn't know she could cook. Mm. And I said, why don't you, because she used to come over to my house and cook for me while we were dating, because mm. we dated for eight years and four months before we got married. And I said, why don't you cook at home? She said, if I do, I'll always be cooking at home. <laughs> was that David's story too? Yeah, that was probably his story. He knew if he did it, then his mom said, guess who's going to start <laughs> cooking from now on if you want to stay here? He said, yes. shoot. My David, interestingly enough, I don't know if you ever had an opportunity to have his cocktails, but David, no, I never have, no. David is one of those, uh, he has a good palate, so he knows how to put flavors together that you don't think would go cocktails, together. Cocktails, you mean as in drinks? Yeah, as in drinks. He do virgin cocktails, he do other uh, kind of cocktails. So, you know, rather than buying liqueurs, he makes his own liqueur because he wants to make sure that flavor that he's looking for and so he's always experimenting when it comes to that kind of thing. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so as a result, it was the same thing when he's cooking at home. He just knows how to put different spices and different things together mm -hmm. to be able to get a flavor that you wouldn't even imagine that would go together. So and he doesn't. He's good. He's good at it. my baby can cook. Praise God. That's what I'm talking about. Look at you. <laughs>
Wow. And your specialty is? Uh, me, I just enjoy people and making sure that they can enjoy a good home cooking. My man David, come on over here, man. You got to sit here. Now, we're video recording this, too. And your wife is just singing your praise, brother. Praise. Shoot, she's singing your praise. I was telling, I was telling her. I was, I was telling her that you did something similar to what my wife did. She said she told me that your your parents. Why don't you sit right there? Because the video is no, right no, here. Yeah. So this is for people. The people that people listening to this won't know that we're filming. I mean, they don't know that we're filming. The people filming it get yeah. to see it if they want to come and see. But she was telling me that your parents didn't know that you could cook. Oh yeah. See. No, no, no. I specifically made sure that I ate when they said there was food, and I didn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this boy can cook really, really good. All so right. uh, if it wasn't, yeah, if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't have made it through. Cause I I had to go on bed rest during my pregnancy, mm -hmm. so literally anything I was like he didn't know how to make chicken and dumplings at that time. Right. Now I don't eat anybody else's chicken and dumplings but his. It was so good. It was that good. It was that good. And it's on the menu. I there you think, go. Well, I'm doing a special month, so it's coming. Wow. Yeah. So let's make this two ways. You said you want to ask me some things too. If you want to do it now, yeah, we can do it later. Anytime you want to. Well, okay, it sure. was just mainly, you know, uh, I think I told you before that I'm starting, I started the Legacy Foundation in Japan. Right, right. Uh, and at that time, I was just starting it. Mm -hmm. uh, and now that it is, uh, has been launched, I was, it was just like you've been in leadership. You know what it's like to help people to move from one phase in their life into another phase and I just really wanted your wisdom mm -hmm. into how I could be a good leader uh, for the community you mm -hmm. know what I mean and, and basically we are uh, trying to build the African-American community here in Japan that it, of course that's inclusive of, of all blacks that are here but it's very interesting that uh, when we were launching this uh, organization many people didn't want to necessarily say you know uh, that I'm African American. It seemed like we have some shame. And you said they didn't want to say that. Yeah, it, well, it's hard not. It's like, they avoided it. Like, listen, listen, listen. No, no. There's been many times when I've come up to people and and um, I see a brother and stuff. But see, I was here at the time when if you were walking around, you had to be African American because Africans weren't coming here. Yeah, they weren't here like they are now. So you knew. And I used to be the kind of brother I'd pull up in my little sports car. And say, hey, brother, what's up to? What's up? You know, and I wouldn't go, what's up? You know, I'd say, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? You know, make sure you're straight up, you know. I wasn't thinking I'm all wrong or nothing. I'm not but anyway, so um, I'd meet brothers here then. And, and because I live close to a university, ICU, I lived out in Mitaka, which is still part of Tokyo. Yeah. And um, I met a couple of brothers that way. They were going to ICU as an exchange student. So I met them at that time. The question you said about leadership, the one thing that I've always tried to focus on whenever it comes to leading is, you are the example. Mm. And I think that as far as parenting too, what I say is this, and I'm going to use God, but I usually say universal force. All right. What you are is God's gift to you. What you become is your gift to God. So you owe it to, your, to yourself, to your child, but most of all yourself, to be all you can be, to show your children what's possible. So that's how I look at it with my son. I feel like this. <laughs> Why are you want me here today? <laughs> but that's, what you, that's how I look at it. Now, this is what I do with my sons. And I, there's a couple of things. I, because they're going to challenge you. And I think the reason why our children can challenge us is because they're with you 24-7. 
they know the things that they get on your nerve and they remind you of you or your spouse <laughs> and you're going to take it out of them if it's if it might be your spouse you may not be able to change them but doggone i'm going to take that out of you yeah. you're not going to be like that part of your spouse you don't like or whatever it may be or my mother or my father or anything you see too much in them right so this is what i try to tell my kids and they'll say things to you sometimes that might bother you like we did to our parents like well i didn't ask to be here you know you shouldn't have had me and we say things like that not thinking my sons tried something like that once to their mother. Just once. <laughs> once, yeah. yeah. Because I'm this type. I have four sons. And there's six years between them, from the oldest to the youngest. And I've learned from being a teacher. I don't like to tell, when I teach, if I'm teaching one child, I talk loud enough so the whole class can hear me. So I don't have to say it over and over again. And they're going to pick it up because people love to listen to stuff they're not supposed to. They're not mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And when it's not being said to them, they get it. Yeah. Right? Another thing is like when my sons are you like, I do it with the staff. She's like, with the staff? Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't be that customer's. Like, I'm <laughs> like, no, don't throw my stuff away. Okay, right. <laughs> it's me so I can correct it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Like, no, I that's them drinks right there. You know, right. when I tell you he protected them from cocktails, he protected right. them from cocktails. Yeah, you're going to make sure those he like, right. he's like, I drink that. Don't be throwing that away. <laughs> if it's wrong, I know how to correct it. Yeah. Oh, I said, oh, I said, don't throw it because I, I can be fake. Don't be like, oh, it's just, shoot, it's wrong. You said, wait, just some like, that money, baby. <laughs> you know, money away That's right, man, and, and my you, drink. And <laughs> the fact that I'm standing right here can help. <laughs> I got you, I got you. Yeah. But he, so, so like with the boys and stuff like that, like they sat up one time and they weren't speaking, my, one of my sons, he knows who it was, wasn't speaking to his mother. So she came to me and told me that. Well, he overheard her say something comparing him to one of his brothers and not in a negative way, basically, like, don't do like he's doing. And it hurt his feelings, so he was saying that. So I asked him a question. I said, um, let me ask him. He said, well, nobody understands me. And I said, okay, you think no one understands you and you're 15 years on this planet. Let me ask you a question. What color are your mother's eyes? I mean, are they dark brown, light, are they blue? What color are they? Well, let me ask you this. What did your mother do? Tell me about her life when she was five years old. What was her life like? I don't know. What about when she was 10? 20? What about five years? What was her life like? You don't know anything about her life? Guess what? She knows everything about yours before even you did. You just started figuring out about you when you turned two, three years old. You start, you start to find out your name, let alone walk. She knows it, but you know nothing about her, and you think she's supposed to be worried about how you feel? Mm -mm. Excuse me, son. That's backwards. We got to straighten this out. Mm -mm -mm -mm. So now I've talked to them in those type of terms. Yeah. And I said, you might feel like you're wondering why you got here. Let me explain something to you. When your mother and I got together during your conception, I put 300 million potential, oh listen, <laughs> potential human beings in her, and you beat them all out to get here. I did not pick you. You picked us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said. Am I right? Am I right? Oh, you said. Am I right? I did not pick you. You picked us. Shoot. And if I were a fisherman, what do you think you'd be learning to do right I'm now? Right, Judge. You better be. <laughs> Shoot. That's how we do it. So yeah. leadership is that way too. Everyone, you're not going to influence everybody. McDonald's yeah. doesn't sell their hamburgers to everyone. That's true. why you can have a Wendy's, a Big Boys, you know, and everything else. In a little hamburger shop, I mean, people still come to you. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. Same with anything. So you may not hit every child just correct, but I think we have a responsibility as parents or as leaders to try to influence people to their path as much as possible because they have an inalienable right to take whatever path they want, yeah. right? Like I told you about the guy that said he felt like he was a woman in a man's body. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> I, yeah. I encourage it. One staff mm -hmm. at one point was like, I think I'm gonna quit. I'm like, why? I think I wanna try doing this. Just know we'll support you. I mean, I'm not this, gonna stop you. There you go, there you go. But that's what all the big companies left, are doing now. did what he thought he wanted to do, and then was like, can I come back? I'm like, all right. There you go. <laughs> I know one guy that specializes in doing that. There's, there's ways you can be mean about that, too. Mm. You can come back, but you know it's going to have to come back like this. Right. You see what I'm saying? You can do that. You don't have to be that way. But the big tech companies say this. That's why they allow you to come in anytime you want. Mm. The bigger companies are saying, I don't care what time you come in, how you come in. Mm -mm. This is what we want you to do, and this is how much time you have to do it. Do it the way you, as long as within reason, do it the way you want to, just meet this goal. Mm -mm. And that's why people can sleep in the office sometimes, come in there in their pajamas if they want to. They can, and I that's, that's the deal, because this is. Because I'm the tech world, I take that kind of stuff. That's exactly how they, that's how they do I'm, in tech, big I'm time. You guys, that, put, that, that industry started it. I'm less <coughs> strict on people that, are, that come late until they start acting a nut. Then it's like, I don't need you to work hard when you get here if you're late and then complain at me. Got you. If you come in late, get to work. But if you stress, say you stress, but don't complain that I'm not doing something when you're not doing what you said you would do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. There you go, there you go. It's like, no, I don't have sympathy for you. You're late. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'm like, let me tell you what I over use over on that. Over. When I, mm -hmm. my staff used to come to me, this is what I used to use. I'd say, now look, you're like, um, let me ask you something. I tell them this. Let me ask you something. Because I try to be cool, but that's not how I did at the beginning. <laughs> but now I don't have the problem because it's about how you bring people in. Yeah. Mm. Now you start bringing them in better and you start picking better. Yeah. You can pretty much tell. Yeah, that's true. But in the, in, everyone's allowed that first time. You know, and I say, okay, that's it. And then I don't tell them. I let someone else, but they see me and they know. I, I always put someone between me and them. But this is the analogy I give them. I say, now in your payment, because I paid my people in cash, because they're mostly part-time. I say, here's your cash. If it was missing one yen, would you bring it up to me? Just one yen. Of course they would. But you're willing to come in here five minutes late, and I'm not supposed to say anything? Mm, 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 mm. It's only right? five minutes. Mm -hmm. It's only one yen. See what I'm saying? I so no. I prefer, but would you complain if I put 10 more yen in there, or 1,000 yen more than it was? How would you feel then? <laughs> you feel like, either you think I was stupid, or I really valued your service. Mm -hmm. How do you think I feel if you're here 10 minutes early? 15 minutes early. Want to stay longer? <laughs> right? <laughs> I might be handling the keys to you if I'm not smart, you know, and saying, hey, why don't you care my books too? You know? <laughs> and that's how a lot of people lose a business. Yeah. Hey, that's another story. That's another story. You know, you never let people do too much. So what else? You going to ask me something else? That was it? No, it, it, was, it was. And one thing I should yeah. tell you, David, that you may not be picked up well because we have mics on. In the podcast, because that's one reason why I usually do one person at a time. But if you're not, that's okay. You'll hear, they'll hear you faintly in the background. I don't know it's going to pick sure up. I'm sure my family voice picks up on microphones. It does. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, all right. Okay. Uh, why did you decide to do what you do? 
What do I do? What do you think I do? Well, you do so much in my mind. <laughs> but I know that you have the school and that you're. Yeah, uh, gymnastics program, yeah. did, did you were, did you start in gymnastics? I was, was a competitive gymnast from the age of fifteen. Okay. In high school, that's what kept me in high school because you had to have a C average, which isn't saying a whole lot when you're an inner city kid. Okay. When they're just trying to get you through, C average meant that I didn't complain in class. I, I usually came to class. That and didn't you mean did that I work sort of. Mm, listen, listen. Sort of. From the <laughs> West Coast and from where you're from. I didn't start, I, I, I'm embarrassed to say how late it was when I learned how to read. Okay. You know, if you look a certain way and you act a certain way, they just let you go through. Just, mm -mm. It's just a system. They don't expect you to be around long anyway. Mm -mm. You know, someone's going to pick you up and I'll be <coughs> doing free labor. Yeah. Getting $2 an hour, you know, in, the, um, in an all men's camp. <laughs> Same kind of clothes. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what? So, <laughs> let, me, let me ask you something. Okay. Uh, and this is actually a little something different. Uh, knowing that you have raised four sons. Still yeah. raising. It's it doesn't stop till you take your last breath. I, did, I mm -hmm. hear you. Um, and did your kids all go to international school or Japanese school? Or? Both. They did both. They had okay. home school. All right. All right. The, the path was um, nursery For some of them, they went to nursery school first, international school. Mm -hmm. Then I put them in, then I had them in Japanese school, mm -hmm. in elementary school, so they could learn to read and write in Japanese because mm -hmm. their mother's Japanese. And I want to make sure they had that. And then I had them homeschool. Well, I had them homeschool in between the international school, then I had them homeschool, then I put them in Japanese school, then after that I sent them to international again. And then they all went to international colleges. Okay. Well, only one went to the states, went to college in the states, Florida, okay. you know, and Miami University. Did they appreciate this? Because, you know, as of now, at this point I have Jonas, he's six yeah, years right. old, yeah. and he's going to Japanese uh, preschool, Hokuin, and right. so we're in that process of trying to decide, you know, what do we want to do? We want we wanted him to go to Japanese uh, elementary school and be able to get that foundation because we're here, right. and we wanted him to be able to read and write and and come to find out, you know, he was talking to his uh, his peoples the other night. Uh, it's another young lady who grew. She's American. Her parents are American, and they grew up in Ibaraki, so she's fluent in Japanese. But she's like what in her twenties, and literally they talk. They that's big sister. So it was just like watching him just really go all in in Japanese. I ain't even seen him do that before, you know, and I'm just like, he and he was just it. into it. I'm just like, what? That's my child? I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say into it, because it's the same equivalent of people asking, well, how do you do what you do? No, it's just what I do. I know. Like, like, he, he, he's he, not he didn't in think, it. He's listen, just That's doing what he does. But it was, that's but that's it was, his life. He but knows it was it. funny. When he when she spoke English and he turned around and he looked at her he's like you speak English, <laughs> 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 you know. But is uh, but at the same time I'm also like thinking uh, there are many things about Japanese school system like like for example one of the things that I wasn't happy about when we were talking about correcting kids earlier before uh, mm -hmm. recording um, my son wanted uh, okawadi he wanted some more you know extra food. Uh, during the lunchtime, and then at first they, they what he wanted they didn't have but they gave him uh maybe soup and rice or something like that so but he wanted something else and he got upset because it wasn't what he wanted and threw the food to the ground and i'm going like so the kid when they told me about it you know they're going like oh daijoba daijoba it's okay you know boys will be boys or whatever and i said and I looked at him, and I'm going like, if he throw food to the floor, he don't eat. That's it. That's your portion. 
don't give him more. Do you know? Do you understand I, what I'm saying? Listen, you know, that's that's your me. that's your portion. You know what they used to call me when I took my kids to ho to restaurants, mm -hmm. Japanese restaurants, Kibishi Otosan. <laughs> I, look, look, look! My father never hit me once. Look, my father never hit me once. He didn't have to, because I have older half brother. He had to. <laughs> the visual experience was enough for me. My father could look at me, and I was good. Whatever you need, pop, just tell me. When I turn, when I say, that's right. I didn't, I didn't need any of that. I needed that. But my sons knew, and I was. Strict to a point, but they knew how much I loved them and how much mm -hmm. I cared. And as I told you, I never hit my kids. I pinched them. Yeah. That was my way. And, that, and I found out about that by accident with my first son. We were at the club, the American club, and there were all of about maybe two black people there. Me and one other person and their family, you know, their family. And my son decided at two or three, like they did, he didn't want to eat something for some reason and decided to oh, express it verbally. Yeah, to express it. Ah, and he had some pipes on him, boy. And it didn't help him any that the whole lobby seemed to be filled with everybody that day. <laughs> <laughs> and not, I, a, I single one, not a single one was black. <laughs> and they're looking at me. And I'm thinking, no, he's not. <laughs> and I'm trying to put, look, I'm trying to put his mouth in my, up and up in the, right in between my neck and my shoulder yeah. to stop him. And his neck is strong. And, he's, ah. <laughs> and I just lost it. So I pinched him in the back of his leg. Uh, uh, and for, for whatever reason, yes, he did. That's exactly what he did. They, look, look, he froze. I said, this worked? <laughs> and I said, you want some more? He went, I said, you sure? Because I sure wanted to give him. Cause <laughs> he said, no. So we go into the bathroom. I clean him up and everything else. It got so good. And I always explain why I did it. And it's hard to abuse a pinch. You're not going to come home and say, I'm feeling bad. You know. And then when they get to a certain age, you can't this dad. Was that good for you? <laughs> you know, I think you got more out of that than I did. So, so I pinched them, but I would always explain before I pinched them, or it depends on what it was afterwards. You know, and there's another thing you should do. They couldn't hit each other, yeah. and it got so good in the family. And my wife, I saw her spank Lance once. I happened to come back from somewhere, and I said, "Don't ever put your hand on him like that again." This is what we do, and she did. So from a distance, they could be out on the soccer field. And Lewis could be Lewis. could be Lewis could be doing watching butterflies or playing with the ants, and the ball's coming his way, and I'd get upset because the only kid, the only kid I'm going out there now, and I'm saying, come on, you're supposed to be the fastest, the sharpest, and everything else. So I look at him and I go like this. Nobody knew what the was, but he knew. He knew. I go feet, and now no one knew but him, and he. So I'm looking at him like, I thought Jonas. There you go. Whatever works, man. I do this. He knows, he says, like, all right, you're not making rabbit ears. You're not rabbit ears. He knows, uh-oh. Uh, he's had one of those. He's had one of those. Uh, so he knows. But, you know, we all do, yeah. you know, this, I can't, I never try to tell people how to raise their children. Yeah. Because, like, if you said, how you, how can, I don't know you well enough for you. And even if I did, the combination together, when yeah. you, just you and him, you and him, the three of you together, you're right. It's too difficult. It's all too of us have our unique things. And what is he going to focus on? Yeah, yeah. It's like, look at it. Rose, we all look at it different things. Yeah. I tell people the best you can do is try to deal with that person who gives you the most problems, who lies to you, who tells all your secrets to everybody, who treats you. When you're feeling down, that person makes you feel even worse. Yeah. The person you see in the mirror. Yeah. Now, if you can make that person your best friend, you'll never have another enemy. That's the one we have to work on. Uh, That's the one we have to work on because that person, that person beats us up. 
We're sitting back trying to get some sleep, and all of a sudden say, you know what? You know you should have did such and such. You go, oh, no, no, not again. Or somebody's like this. This is my favorite. When you, get, when you become known to the public, you and you think everyone should see you. No, listen. No, I'm telling you. No, no, listen, 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 listen. No, no. You've done this one before, right? Listen, you've done this one before. You come somewhere, and someone's like this, right? And then that person inside you starts saying, that person doesn't like you. Oh boy, it must have been my food or something. And you're, you're looking at him and you're getting closer and he's like this and then all of a sudden he goes, oh, that's not how you doing. That cat couldn't see? I thought he was mad at me. Because of what that person inside you told you. Some people want to call the devil. On, no, it's not, that's you. And the stuff you want to think about, and that's mm. what we have to correct. That's the hardest person to deal with. It is. Mm. But Tell that's me. the hard thing to do even within the foundation and within our own community to get people to be able to look at themselves. But then one you do things, looking at yourself. Exactly. One of the things that, I, that we're trying to really, what I want to do is when I, I remember mom always told me, remember who you are. But what I was, I wanted to take it a little farther and say, in order to remember who you are, you must first know who you are. That's you know right. what I mean? Oh, so let's go on that journey to find out who you are, love who you are, appreciate who you are, but we have to see ourselves. So it was quite interesting that the more and more that I look at our logo, and our logo is of two faces, of a man and a woman uh, looking at each other. It's not one elevated up, it's not one elevated down, it's one looking directly in the eye because we got to learn how to have those conversations, looking at each other and saying, hey, we may disagree on some things, but just because we disagree don't mean our friendship over. Oh, just to be disagreeable. We you know right. what I mean? It's almost like right now, oh, you ain't on the same page as me. But that's we don't we have the that. same politics. We don't have the same this. Oh, I can't be your friend no more. Stay friend you on Facebook. We don't know how to have we, but, but, we, but I have to tell you, Lieutenant, that has been our nature, and it always will be. It mm. is. That's what we are. But see, but listen. But can we have those conversations? We, with some people, you yeah. can. That's why this place... I wrote what I wrote the other day mm. on the chalkboard. So people come in, they read it, and they understand. No. Have a conversation Talk. with somebody. Talk. Shutting up and talking to yourself is not a conversation. Yeah. That's true. It's a monologue for destruction. It's, it's <laughs> I had a good friend named Terry. She was a model here, mm. a black model. And every time I used to see her, she was always so happy and so pleasant. And I said, Terry, I've known her, I said, Terry, tell me, why is it that every time I see you, you're so happy? She said, because when I'm not, I stay inside. <laughs> little things like, I like those anecdotes, because yeah. so little said, but means so much. I had another friend, Bob White. I said, Bob, why is it that every time, all I've known of you, every time you make a promise, you keep it? He said, because I don't make many. You can control how many promises you make. I never thought of that. You don't have to promise something, you know. So I and change everything. Just don't make it the promise. And tell and look, guys. No, they want to nail you down with the promise. I'm like, no, no, no. Something might. Maybe I can. Right. Yeah. Right. And you can be straight with me. No. Is it definite? No. No. But you, we learned. We learned that from Jonas. Maybe. Let me tell you something. You know how we learn stuff from Jonas. Jonas, he's so funny. So your kids will teach you too. Now, yeah, they do. Of course they will. Maybe. Jonas. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. He was like. No. And then we're like, oh, that was so cute. That's a political level, maybe. It was like, oh, you're so cute. Let's do it again on camera. No, I don't do that for the camera. No. 
Oh no, that <laughs> you ain't getting from me. <laughs> he, he is the yeah. one child that if you catch him on camera doing something, he allowed you to. He allowed yeah. you to. He will not let you do that. Again. He knows that already. Just say. randomly catching him on this camera ain't gonna happen. He might he might grab your camera and throw it and break it up. He let me get it. Excuse me, excuse me. Like, <laughs> In those days they take the like, film out. <laughs> that boy is something else. He'll be like, ah, let me film this. Well, Jonas has a power that, that, that I've tried to tell my sons to use. Being African-American and being here and speaking Japanese, there are a lot of us, but not that many. It's not. Oh, it's There's a not super that many. here. He's Anywhere in the world, but look, what if he's We were sitting on a bus with the grandma, and she was like, he's near the model agency. He's charming. He speaks Japanese. He's good looking. Dude. I'm like, yeah, those are of the most wonderful and dangerous traits you can ever have. <laughs> there you go. You know? I'm just like, don't call my he, dog. He Hi. knows that he's all of those things. Yeah, that was and a problem. And he'll use them. That's the problem. And they're abuse them sometimes. It's like, stop. <laughs> don't, don't go over and smile at her just so you can get her dessert. Because <laughs> you know she's going to give it to you. And then we feel bad and want to give her the dessert for free because right. you went Oh, he's doing this in his own in his restaurant. He's doing this in his restaurant. He's doing this in his restaurant. So he's doing this in his restaurant. He's in bed. What are you talking about? I don't know any other kids in my class that got their own restaurant. Yeah, but he, he does make me a little nervous for the future because he doesn't like injustice. Anything that he sees something going wrong. Well, the world has a, oh, okay, hi. Whatever, whatever so, the world, whatever the world has, it's gonna listen. Yeah. It's gonna throw a lot of stuff at him, so you don't have to worry yeah. about it. Yeah, he he's one of those. So that's that's why I wasn't quite sure if it's better for him to be in international school. But uh, the reason why I put him there, see, don't, international schools give him connections that he'll never have. Yeah. See, if you keep him in this in these local schools, these kids are just gonna be here. And Japan moves at a different pace. Now, Jonas may be traveling all of his life, and if he wants to, why not have friends that live all over the world? That is a good point. That's the reason why I did it. Okay, that's a good point. Because everything, everything, no, everything you receive comes through or from someone else. Mm -hmm. So if you're dealing with people, if you come from a small town and those are the only people you're dealing with, where do you think you're going to end up being? That's a good point. But if you've got people that are traveling, friends that live all over the world, my yeah. sons are, <laughs> point, in, point in case. My son was getting ready to go to Dubai for the first time. I have never been to the Middle East. I went with him. But we get to Narita, and I'm thinking, okay, I've got some friends that are there. So, so I'm gonna give my son, but they're my age. And I know that's not who he wants to see. We're at the airport. This handsome Arab guy with a beautiful woman, Arab woman, come walking up, Lance! And I'm going, no, 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 he's a little bit taller than about six, four, so. Lance, and hugs him, you know, looking good and handsome. The guy you see is a model. That's what he said. Yeah, I'm on my way to my son. So am I. He said, get together. Come on over when you get there. This. He said, yeah. Afterwards, he said, Dad, that's the guy I was telling you about, whose dad has this and that. And I'm going, my boy's out shining. Meet this cat. <laughs> really? Uh, you want to have, that's the reason why I do it, because it's so easy to communicate now. It's so easy to travel now. Yeah. So I think for Jonas, and if he could take his ability, his Japanese-speaking ability, around the world, he might be someone who helps someone do business here because he understands. Yeah. Elementary is good. He gets the heart of how Japanese feel. That's why I put my kids in elementary school here, so they could understand the feeling. Mm -hmm. But understand, that's not how Japanese are going to see you. Mm -mm -mm. They see the surface. Most do. people do. Yeah, do. I used to have a percentage I used to use. I said, when people look at you, let's say like 10% of the people can look at you 
And because they're so good and they've traveled all over the world, they know what you're like. They can look at each part of you, they, they know mm -hmm. by your movements and everything else. Another 10% on the bottom could care less. They're just thinking about the meal, if they can get a meal today or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But that 80% sees you the way the media has portrayed you. Yeah. Or by the first word, you could say you're Christian, or you might say you're African. You say African, they have a set way of way thinking of how you are. If they don't think you're an athlete or a singer and you're African American, then maybe you might be a thug, or maybe you might be, yeah. but they don't see you as someone being wealthy, you know. That's but what I, that's but that's what the world does. It Come is. On. It is what the world does. And I just don't want to be anybody's stereotype. You know but what you I know, mean? you've already stopped taking yourself. Away. You're on the other side of the planet. Where you come from, everybody's standing yeah. upside down right now. Yeah. So what are you talking about? I know what you mean. I know what you, you mean. See what you, this is like a friend yeah. of mine. I'm sitting up there and I'm telling him, I said, you know something, I just want to do this. I want to have this now. He said, Lance, what day is today? I said, it's Tuesday. He said, what time is it? I said, around 2 p.m. So it's not even lunchtime. I said, no, no. And what are you doing? You're in a car driving me around. Tokyo, one of the most expensive cities in the world, and you're talking about, I wish I had more, I'm doing this. He said, man, you better understand where you're at. And I said, okay, let yeah. me shut up. Yeah. Sometimes we forget where we're at. That is you true. know what it took for you to get here. You yeah. know how much courage it would take for it you to be care. here. That is true. And you're, enjoying, you're not surviving, you're thriving. There's only two types of foreigners here. Yeah. Those that survive and you those that thrive. thrive. And you don't want to be in this country and try to survive. You got that right. Talk to me. You we can do that at home and a lot better. In a bigger home, get money for nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know what you mean. And be heated all the time. You don't have mean. any worries or nothing. You can sit around do whatever you want. Like, just parking, you could park in as many cars yeah. you want in your place. You don't have nothing to worry about. Central air units, you know what I mean? just regulated temperatures. You know what I'm talking about? Walk in the house. I have cold water everywhere. I know, right? <laughs> the kind of food you like to eat anytime, yeah. 24 7, and friends to talk to. Then you come over here and you go, whoop. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> but you learn something now. If you go back to the states, they would think you could fly. Yeah, that's so Because true. of what you can do. Yeah. That, not this what is you've true. Learned, yeah, this is true. What you've handled, people come to you and say, <laughs> you know, I didn't, I didn't get this today. And you're here, and you can just, and you can find, file this, and say that you're a minority, mm -hmm. and get money for. We come on. And you're worried about that. I was in a country where I couldn't speak or read the language. Yeah. And set up a restaurant. Well, look what you did. See what I'm saying? I'm trying to be like no, you. No, 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 yeah, I came here in 74, got out in 76. And why did you decide to stay? Well... Wait, wait, wait. How old are you? Because you don't look like you like... You look like come on, you well, like come on. From one black person to another, how old did you think I am? Uh, I mean, all this gray hair now. Now, you know, I this is from stress. Hair, but still. Come on. Mine. You know when Japanese people ask me, because I know they can't tell, <laughs> and when I used to ride my motorcycle, I ride my motorcycle every summer. I couldn't do it this time because of corona yeah. and stuff. I don't like telling Japanese people my age because... I feel bad. I'm a visitor in their country. Yeah. And they usually think I'm a lot younger than I am. Yeah. And I'm on this big motorcycle, and they're talking about they're retired and everything else, and they might just be 50 or something. They think I'm 40, you know, might, might be approaching 50. I'm 68. I just turned 68 this month. Okay. You know. Some okay. black people, when they look close enough, they can tell. Everybody yeah, get all those wrinkles and shit. He said, that skin's not smooth enough yet. Yeah, no, well, see, that means you got that good DNA. No, no. Tell yeah. me about it. <laughs> well, listen, if you mix us up that much, and we're the ones that made it across. Yes. 
The rest like, didn't make it. Come on. Yeah. You made it cross, and after all that breeding and everything they've done with it, come on. Yeah. That's why they're so scared. I'm mean, anyway. Yeah. That's why people get scared of us. You don't have to plug us in. You've already bred us. Yeah. We're the last race to really be bred. Over 400 years, we were bred. Yeah. And you don't breed any animal for weakness. Come on now. That's what I see. So I think I can understand. I'd be afraid too if someone, if I'd bred someone for a long period of time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like I saw this one, one sister on, on, on YouTube, someone put it up, and she was really upset about some killing. Mm -hmm. You know, some, guy, some other guy had been shot in the States. It's become so every day that's not, you know, it's you can't. Do. Story, yeah. So, so um, she said, look, and she ranted on and on and on, but she said something really profound at the end. She said, we're asking for reparations. Forgi we're asking for you to forgive us. Be glad we're not asking you for revenge. <laughs> and I, th I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. You better be glad we're not asking for revenge. I said, uh-oh, <laughs> people are getting like that in the States. Whoa. I ain't never thought about that. She said, she said, we're not, she went on and on and on. And she said, but we're not asking for revenge. I thought, whoa. But anyway, that's another thing, and that's something that's gonna, oh, that's a part of man. What I tried to teach, I tried to make sure with my sons, I don't know how good a job I've done, and my wife said every now and then, I don't know, are you making them become racist or not? And I said, all of us are to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. We tend to like to be around our own people, mm -hmm. and around people we can associate with and be with. Yeah, that's true. But one thing I've always told them, the issues you see, people of color, any color, white, black, all the range from white to black, all the issues and problems they go through are human issues. This is true. It's what we do this as human beings, because if we all look the same way, I guarantee we'd find a difference. Yeah. Your mold is one millimeter to the left, and mine's right here, yeah. and less is right here. <laughs> we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I know what you mean. We would, and see, people mean. understand it. In the other king, the other animal kingdoms, why a lion, you shouldn't stick your head in one's mouth, because it just might eat you. Yeah, that is true. A crocodile just might bite you. Yeah. Why would you think human beings are indifferent? We've been killing to survive all our lives. We've been eating our own babies. We've been doing all this stuff. Why is it a surprise now? Yeah. You know, what is his name? Neil Dyson, Tyson, the, the physicist? Mm, I'm not sure. He, he talks about stars and everything else. He's a physicist. Yeah. He's fantastic. He said something recently. Recently, they said, do you believe in this DNA and stuff? He said, I don't like this you know, going back into your ancestry, because what point do you go to? He said, we're all from Africans, mm -hmm. so we know that. So when do I decide it's okay, my Irish ancestry? Mm -hmm. When it merged with Ireland? Or yeah. He said, we're all Africans. Yeah. And so, so he thinks that's superficial. And I thought, that's interesting. I just heard that recently. Because I, I just did my DNA. I did African ancestry, and I did 23andMe. Okay. 23andMe gave me all my health issues. African ancestry told me which tribes I'm mixed with. Nigerian is the most on my mother's side. On my father's side, 100% Ghanaian, right? Then we throw in there on my mother and father's side, Germ I mean, uh, um, European, okay? One, zero, 1% Japanese and Korean. Listen, I'm telling you, everybody's gotten a little bit of it. 0.3% Filipino. You go in your ancestry, it'll blow your mind. Listen, you go in your ancestry, and complexion has nothing to do with it. I was it. actually thinking about doing that. It has nothing to do with it. You don't yeah. know, because if two people of the same complexion get together, it's going to create someone. Yeah. Of the, yeah. But that doesn't have anything to do with your ancestry. Yeah. You know, this, this one actor, is a black actor, actor dark-complected, found out 
that he was adopted, he was, his family were slaves to Indians. That's why his last name is the last name it is. I forget. The, um, he's a pretty serious actor. He's good. He did it. Don Cheeto. Yeah. His family were slaves to Indians in America. They're right. He was, his family was slaves to Indians. To Indians? To Indians. American Indians. That's why his last name is Cheeto. Hush your mouth, boy. No, I'm not kidding you. Listen, when you, the more you find out, the more you realize it's a human issue. It has nothing to do with how short, Okay, I didn't even tall. know that was a thing. You know it what is I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I didn't even know that was a thing. Anything that we're doing now has been done. The only oh. difference between now and before, it's easier for it to spread around the world because we communicate better than we ever had. That's why we could do everyone in the modern world wears masks now. But they couldn't have done this before. They would have had the coronavirus in Wuhan. It would have got a few people there and wherever it went to, and you would have heard about it a couple of weeks later, and by that time it would have solved itself out. But now, whatever powers would be decided all of us put on a mask, the new normal. They start calling it a name. But they didn't do that with the N1H1 swine flu. They didn't do it that. So I don't know why, they, but they can do it now. All of us find out the news that quick. Someone five minutes from now dies on the other side of the earth. I can put it on a, on, a, on a portable phone like, and boom, yeah, and it'll be at the top of the news feed. Yeah, yeah. So come on. But we couldn't yeah. do that before. No. But we right. were doing it. Somebody was dying many years ago in Columbus. Yeah. They were doing the same. Incest, all the stuff was happening. We were eating each other's babies and stuff. But now we call it cannibalism. So the cat was, I was calling it survival because it's wintertime and strongest in the cave and I'm going to make it to another woman and I'll find another woman. <laughs> Somebody's got to eat here. <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying? And the more you think about it, then, and, and another reason why this, this, this physicist thinks this way because he thinks from when you're outside of this planet looking back, how insignificant the planet looks. It's like looking at a flea and realize that flea has other insects on it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they have something on it, them. Yeah. And it's, yeah. we just can't. You can't. Yeah. When you start thinking like that, you get out of yourself a little bit. Mm -hmm. But we still have to deal with this reality as we know it. I'm getting off into other that's stuff. That I'm, but that's how I try to look at things when I'm going through it and try not to make my problems bigger because of that person in the mirror that tries to make them bigger for me. That's true. Isn't that true? Sometimes I have to slap that cat across the face and get mad at him. I'm telling you, there's been times I've been in my bathroom, closed door, nobody's at home, and scream at him. I get mad. I've done that a couple times because things were bad. And I said, will you stop it? I love you. Yeah. Will you stop? Get that out your head. Stop yeah. it. I don't know. I think I was there this morning. You said, hey. This week. And it won't be the last time. Yeah, I promise. I'm, I'm telling you, this whole thing is yeah. just trying to... Uh, build something for our family you know continue to build mm -hmm. for our family and for our community and then get through um owning two businesses and you know and just have employees mm -hmm. and making sure everybody is okay there's only so much you you know that your humanness can take you you know well there's sometimes that's why i think that sometimes a different thinking can come in too mm -hmm. like the things we've been taught about ownership i have a different belief about that mm -hmm. because my brother said something very profound to me. He said, Lance, it's all on loan. And that was so freeing to me. What? He's right, because I'm not guaranteed to have my left hand. But for, you know, I could lose in an accident when I leave here and may not have it. So this idea of ownership 
It's just an idea. So why can't I borrow it and use it for a while? Why do I have to say I own it? What responsibilities come with what? Because if you rent this space, for example, let me put it yeah. this way. When I was over at the Tokyo American Club, when I was president there, we had just built this new facility. That's what I was wondering. If $300 million. Dollars. I'm the one that opened it. That's what I thought. It cost $300 million to open it. $300 million. And that was, that was, we had a lot of challenges going through that too, being the first and only black president they've ever had. And I like being black and everything I believe a black person should be. I like man. Nobody could ever be with me and assume I didn't. You know, like there's sometimes some people forget their ethnicity or it's not that important to them. They say, hi, Bob, how you been? You know, and, or whatever. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. They lose it. Not that you have to talk in a way where people can't understand you. But I've never seen an Irish person who came from Ireland not use his accent. <laughs> or a yeah. French person come yeah, from France, right. not feeling good about having a French accent or exactly. being French, or exactly. a German guy, or whatever. But why should I not feel good about being who I am? And I like who I am. I like the way I sound. Yeah. I try to make sure I articulate in a way that people can understand me from wherever they are if they understand regular English. I don't use a lot of a lot of um, terminology that maybe like certain slang and stuff that you might only use in our area. Because they wouldn't understand it. Mm -mm. Something. Like when I was growing up, we used to call each other black people blib, splibs. You don't know that. That's my I father's know. a splib. We used to, or boo. Yeah. Hey, boo. Yeah, I remember that. See? Yeah. But see, you wouldn't understand it. My husband wouldn't even let me call him boo. So you're saying, no, you wouldn't know. No, I was <laughs> like, hey, boo. He was going, like, no. don't be calling me no boo. I'm like, you know what? I scared you. Don't be. <laughs> but there's, a, there's something some people don't understand. Yeah, yeah. So we go through all these. We, we try to make ourselves understood, so that's what I try to do. But the thing is, when I started that club, the one thing I was going to tell you that I did, I knew it cost $300 million to build, and that's just a number, but it's a pretty large number. It is, it is. I felt it was mine. For those two years I was over, that belonged to me. And because at the end of every year, on the tax return, my name went. Yeah. So for all practical purposes, if anything happened there, embezzlement or anything else, I'd be the one taking the blame. So yeah. that's ownership. Just because I, my name, why? If I could rent this building, why wouldn't I? Why do I? Somebody else has to pay property tax on it, yeah. not me. When I was looking at the years and I was remembering when you were there, I was like, and everybody kept saying, oh, it's not that old. Like the, uh, the facility. 2011, we opened. And I was like, there had to be when Lance was there when that was happening. Man. I cut the ribbon. I have pictures of me cutting the ribbon and everything. Smiling with the ambassador. Boy, ambassador Ruth. Shoot. Tell See, me. That, oh, yeah. When I say I got goals, no, no. that's actually, I told no. you that's what but I But that was, a, that was, that actually, not to open the place, but yeah. to be present. When I came there, when I saw the place, I was a teacher at the American school, and I was teaching physical education. And these little kids would be picked up, and they were talking about the American club, American club. I thought, what do you mean, American club? So I got on the bus one day and came into to downtown Tokyo with them, saw the club. And I could smell money in the club. It just smelled like money. Yeah. These people had beautiful cars out in front. I went up and saw this roll of presents, and all of them looked all white. And just kidding to myself, but half real, I said, there's not a black person up there. I'm going to be the first black. I wasn't even a member yet. Mm -mm -mm. And my secretary, my first secretary I ever had, still close. There's four women I call really close to me that helped me get to where I'm at. Kaori remembers me taking her there and saying one day, I'm going to be up there. The time it happened wasn't the time I was thinking. I didn't want to be over that 
facility. And I don't know that much about $300 million. And that, but they challenged me. Tried not to put me in. It's like, you've seen um, Back to the Future? Yeah. And McFly when they said, chicken? Yeah. Oh. Then he'd want to race? Well, tell me I can't do something in me flips. At that time, I'm a little bit older and wiser now. Mm. I had, no, don't tell me I can't. And <laughs> and I, I was there, I was there, I was there. <laughs> and I don't want to say it on, I won't say it in this podcast, but I had some severe challenges. I'll tell you after the podcast, some of those, and maybe someday later in the future, some people know, some, but I had some challenges that I think make you really wonder how bad you want it. Mm-hmm. No. But the American Chamber, I was president of the American Chamber too, so I'm the only person, only American so far to be president of both, the American Chamber and the American Club. Mm-hmm. Now, we have a person that's a president, he calls himself president now, but after my presidency, they changed the rules. So the people in that position now, they put a picture up there and say president, are governor representatives. They're not elected by the membership. They're elected by the board, and they're for one year term, and they can do a maximum of four years. Okay. But they have to be, and they can be taken out of that position by the board. I couldn't have been taken out by the board. So there was a time when half the board didn't agree with what I was doing or how I was handling it. They always stayed on my case. But they'd have to call a general meeting and they'd have to get all the members to say, okay, they reelected me for a second term. So I didn't have popularity in my board. We just didn't, you know, didn't mesh right. I can tell you some stuff about that. I'll do that afterwards too. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't mesh right. So um, I always came to one bottom denominator, which I'll tell you also later, but (laughs) we had to get to. But anyway, so tell me, tell me more about, so what are your plans for the future here? Tell me well, about that. My, um, well, this, this past week I was like, I'm ready to go home. Really? Are you thinking about, you think you will go home no, eventually? No, no, no. We're we making Japan home. Uh, only reason, you know, my mom is sick at the moment. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that kind of gets to you. How many siblings her. do you have? Only two, just my brother and I. That's are you the oldest or youngest? No, I'm the youngest. I'm and the youngest. how many years between you and him? Five years. Five years. Yeah, so. But were you guys, not, you couldn't have been that close. We were not close when we were kids. Same mom and dad? Yeah, same okay, mom and dad. Okay, yeah. uh, we were not close when we were kids. He was, you know. He had his own friends. And yeah, and sure. His own thing. And, um, and at that time, I was a little sister that he didn't want. Gotcha. You know, he'd been, he'd had that spotlight all his, you know. He had for five years. Five years, yeah, that's five. a long time. He so was aware. We didn't get close until um, when I went off to university. Okay. And he was still in, uh, in graduate school. Okay. Uh, but my brother is like a genius. Well, he is a genius. There you go. And so uh, I st- I, I, my one regret in life is giving up the piano. Simply because in my mind, it felt like he learned how to play piano in one month. Like he mastered it. Like literally. He became, That's your regret is giving up piano? Yes, because I love piano. Um, but I gave up because I was, as a kid, I was always compared to him. And I was smart, but I wasn't a genius, you know what I mean? Um, but there were times that I was just like, I remember I won a uh, math competition in school. And they asked me, they was like, oh, how did you do that? And I was just like, y'all the one who stereotyped me into thinking that I couldn't. It wasn't that I ever could. When I, since I wasn't exactly like him, then they felt like I couldn't do nothing. Oh, so that's, that's the one thing that's sad about going to the same school as one of your siblings. Yes. My older brother, was he's four years older than me. 
And when I got in the class, I got a, in elementary school, and that set the course for me. And my father also put me in a year too early. Yeah. So I wasn't even mature enough. It's the other kids. I was always picked last. This is no joke. Before the kid that had one leg, mm -hmm. they had to be picked after him. Because I couldn't hit the ball as far as, you know, I was in school when I was four, everybody else was five. Yeah. That makes a big difference. It makes a very big difference. But it difference. made a very aggressive little kid, too. Because these kids could beat me up and swing me around, but I just wouldn't stop. <laughs> just, they keep, you grabbed the wrong so kids off. No, shoot. They just came at this. They would corner me. I'd get jobs like I'd be the hall monitor yeah. and the big boys, and I'd stand there like this, and they'd block me into a corner. They did that one time in the bathroom, and I thought they were going to jump me, and I didn't know what I was going to do, and the bell rang. But they probably saw something in my eyes, because I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't cry. But I didn't know what, but I wasn't, I, they you got me back as far as they did. But I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. So, I didn't know. Yeah, so we, but yeah, we got much closer uh, when I was in university. Is he married as well? He is. My brother has seven kids, and I have to say, it's by the same wife, you know. <laughs> Cause, yeah, right, because yeah. a lot of times, there's that many kids, yeah, usually so, it isn't. Yeah, you usually know, back in the day, long right. time ago, that people would have kids Tell like me about that. it, yeah. My dad has 11 brothers and sisters, but... You know, a lot of them now, today, nobody have kids over no, four no. kids. They don't have four, no, when I had four kids, yeah. everybody was saying, what are you doing? Because everybody was yeah. having most two. two. <laughs> or one. I have a brother that had one kid. They have one. They weren't yeah. doing this four or four. Yeah. But I did that because I was thinking, you know, I wanted to be the same. Because I had an older brother and I have two younger sisters. Yeah. So I was trying to make the same thing. And I was hoping for four girls or two girls and two yeah. boys. And the universal force said, nah, you're getting yeah. four boys. Well, the first, the first five, oh, wait, wait, no, the first four are boys and the uh, last three are girls so it was your I, brother's kids yes so they were trying but my brother uh he's an engineer okay. so he was always traveling right. and i promise every time he came home he, he was made a baby. making a baby yeah every single time so i think when he got to like around the fifth kid his wife Deja was just like hey uh, you need to come home. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah this is getting kind of busy around yeah, here. You need to come home. Yeah. I can't be taking care of these kids by myself. So right. he did. But it was, uh, but by that time, he and I have gotten much closer. You That's realize right. we thought our family were pretty much a close family, but then, you know, it, those were those hidden conversations that you just don't have. Those, yes, yes. And, you know, families have those things. And then we've begun to talk about those things over time. And, uh, which has made us closer and closer. So I appreciate and love the relationship that we have now, but we definitely didn't have that in the beginning. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but I I love him <laughs> very That's much. But, yeah. you, yes, I know I'm not supposed to ask a woman's age, but we're international. What's your age now? Uh, now, I, actually next month, November 7th, I turn 45. Go ahead, yeah, girl. Yeah, so. Good. I thought you were younger than that. Yeah, I actually did. Sure. I did. Yeah, what you talking about? 45. I'm thinking you just hitting 60. <laughs> if you hit 60, I'm going like, what you mean? You were like, boy. <laughs> I didn't think we're you were nowhere near the age no, that you were. No, no. So, but, uh, my and mother, Because you, you have to realize, you sit up to say, when you got out of the military, I was born in 1975. I was like, dang! I'm in between. I was over here before you were born. <laughs> yes. That's right. You were born in 76. 75. 75, yeah. and I came here in 74, yeah. Yes. That's I'm right, like, before you were born. I'm going like, dang! That's really? Right. <laughs> that's right, that's right. So it has been 76 years now. Yes, that's yeah. Yes. So um, I'm getting here, but mm. you know, I remember because when I when I first got here, um, and our visa, we started teaching anyway. So I taught for Akawa School as well, language school, and um, I remember I enjoyed it for a moment, 
I really did. I enjoyed because I love people, and I have to say that I really love people and being able to talk with them and uh, you know. However, I remember when we moved to we moved to a new school, new location or whatever. And even though I was doing well, you know how just one day that the the, the classrooms were bigger, but it seemed like it was closing in on you. And it, I don't know. That's just how it felt. That's for me. how it felt. Okay. So I I knew that my period in time was you were done. It was done. You were burning you know? out. That's it the was like burning. That. But it you know I come to a, I remember I listened to this sermon a long time ago. Uh, it was by uh, Official T D Jakes, but he was talking about the nest and the eaglets. How the mama eagle build, uh, builds up the nest up in a very very high place in the mountains. And basically, when the eaglets are born, the the nest is comfortable. You know, it's a good place. There's nothing wrong with it. So me teaching all those years, there's nothing wrong with teaching all those years. It was good for me. But then there comes a time in, in life when it's time for you to do something different. And it's time for you to move on. And you got to make a choice of whether or not it's going to be, you know, for you. Are you going to live a life for you or are you going to keep living it for somebody else? And I wanted to choose me and go after my dreams and go after my goal. And literally, I remember I was uh, sitting in the living room of my house. And when I was listening to that sermon, he said the, the, the eaglets started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And they knew as they got bigger that they had to jump. It wasn't nothing else that they could do. Right. But she made it so they were in such a high place that they had a, a good enough time that they could fall a little That's bit. Right, yeah. And they feel like they were going to fall, but eventually they were going to soar. And I was going like, is that for me? And it was so funny. I'm sitting in my living room in my house, and we had, and we had uh, wood carvings in this house that we rented been there at that time maybe three three years i want to say lived there and i'm laying down on the bed looking up at this wood carving and here i am looking at an eagle that's in the wood carving that's diving down I ain't been there for three years and, and never i never saw that <laughs> and i've been looking at these carvings but never saw that that, eagle, that, part. that, Isn't that interesting? and i was going like a, it was a wood carving it was a wood carving. you know how they have the shoji room yeah, 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 yeah. and it was just like right i got you yeah. yeah and there it was. it was and there it was and i was just like well i guess it's time for me to jump that was no that's what it did this was something? time it was time to jump and you have to realize when you jump it ain't like you're gonna jump and say everything's gonna be perfect and that's what people have to realize when they're wanting to start a business or start something whatever new maybe, yeah. or whatever it is that may yeah. be. It doesn't mean, it's just whether or not you're going to take that leap of faith and do follow your dream and, and follow keep on your following goal and keep going. No and in the beginning, when I did that and I decided to leave my job and we were going to do, then I found out I got pregnant. <laughs> and that was right after we had uh, set up, start setting up the corporation for our business. Okay. So we had just followed that, and then got pregnant, and then my doctor put me on bed rest. Wow. And I was going like, "What the? <laughs> like really?" But what I realized is that anybody wants to start their business before they have kids. You know what I mean? But Jonas was so important to the process. Like I am convinced. This place wouldn't be here. Soul Food House wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Jonas. You because, had a purpose bigger yeah, than you. Yeah, he had to be here in order for it. Because if it, we, like I told you before, we were going to open up a cafe. So if Jonas, when we, you know, when he was born, the whole menu changed when he was inside of me because it was just like, if I feel this way, 
How many other people feel that way? And it turned out to be a whole bunch of people who missed some home-cooked food or just needed a hug <laughs> or just needed to end. feel like they were coming to a place that was home. You, you know, know what I mean? Yeah. And it turned out to be so many people when you're having a good day or a celebration or just having a bad day, but you just need that taste of home. That's what Soul Food House is. That's what I'm talking so about. So then when we, when, so Jonas had, he, he contributed, he contributed to that. But then what people don't know about is that we almost, when our business partner passed away because everything was in his name, our, at that time, uh, in Japan, a lot of times they didn't want to rent to foreign foreign. You know what I mean? They, foreign, we foreign, were, gotcha, they yeah. told us that we needed to get a divorce mm -hmm. and then marry Japanese, literally. So that you can have someone yes. to support it. Gotcha. So we can have like a guarantee. Right, guarantee yeah. And we decided not to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And literally, I remember... Uh, we had Marcus, and Marcus helped us to get this building. He would own a place I wanted for eight before he it was an Australian Chinese cuisine. Um, but he found out he had brain cancer. And so he wanted to uh, pass this on because he had just had this location for a couple of years, and he had two staff, and he didn't want to, uh, he wanted to make sure they were taken care of. So he asked us, he said, would you take care of them? And, would, uh, and then when we agreed to that, then we took it over for him. But when he passed away, we were the transfer fee was only supposed to be a thousand dollars like jumayan that was it however uh they told us no you need to pay 4.2 million two million yen at that time to put everything to start from scratch not the transfer they didn't want to do the transfer anymore we had already put down a couple of million yen before mm -hmm. then but it was so interesting when we went in we tried to find that money everywhere because we had only two thousand back mm -hmm. literally the day of closing, we let people know what was happening on Facebook, and then we were able to raise two million. But then the owner said, "All or nothing." So we went into the into the uh, office to go sign the papers to say that we were not going to be able to do this. And my husband, I drove, and Jonas was with us, and I told uh, he he was going to go in because he's done all the paperwork. He came and he said he came back to the car. He was like, "I can't go in here by myself. Please come with me." Cause it just felt, you know, he was, and I said, okay, we parked the car, we went in together, and then they started uh, playing with Jonas, the staff, the uh, he, the owner wasn't there at the time. So then, uh, when they said, oh, some people are in here waiting for you to sign some paper for the fire insurance, and I, I was like, we could have signed the other papers, but, my, but David went in there anyway. He was like, okay, let's go sign these papers just in case. But when the owner came in, Jonas disappeared. We didn't know where he was in the office. They had been playing with we're going like, where is my baby? And then it was like, oh, coming to the office. And so, you know, you're going into the office, but I'm still looking for my child. And the owner turns his chair around to get ready to sit down. And you know these big black chairs <laughs> and, then, and whatever. And he was about to sit down because guess what? Nobody sits in the owner's chair. But who was sitting there? Jones. Jonas. The owner bust out, started laughing so hard. like, And he was just like... This child sitting in my chair, he was so like, and it was, his whole demeanor changed. And then he just sat on the arm of his chair while Jonas, he didn't ask Jonas to get up. He let him continue sitting there. And then he just said, how much time do you need? Look at that, see? Now, that's part one, two to the story. Okay. The second part was that we told him that we had already raised two, we need another 2.2. Mm -hmm. So... The person who came in for lunch, a brunch, for the first time the week before, I mean that Sunday before all this was happening, said, please tell me your story. 
And just in case you don't know who I am, I was here with, you know, the, at this party and sent me a picture of him playing with my son. Wow. He brought in the rest of the money. Look at that. There's something. Everything you get comes through or from someone else. That's why relationship is so important. I'm telling you, it is. And see, and, and it's even better if you went to school with them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That is true. That is true. I mean, it's, you're yeah, if you yeah. want to build, build him up yeah. and give him something, you see, right now, I use this analogy. I'm going to end with this part. Um, when you have your kids, everyone wants to cherish their freedom, their space. So right now, Jonas feels like he's in a little jar, okay? Now, when he gets older, he's going to want to feel like he's free. So what you do is you bring him in this room, and you let him out the jar. Now he really thinks he has freedom, but you still control the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> My sons can't do anything around. <laughs> I hear about it. People come out. I saw your son today. I say, see, you're in my town, son. You have to go to another place that I haven't been for you to get outside of my realm of influence. But that's what you try to do. Yes. It's who you know, and it depends on how you decide to do Tell it. You. I, right? You know, Jonas got lost in one of my cities a couple of years ago. He, he didn't, get, he didn't get lost. I don't know. He went his own way. He went his own way. But he went his own way at, what, three years old? You know what I'm going? I'm going, like, you know how many You know how many people are in my city in Azubuji, bro? You know what I mean? But he's in the best place but in the David, world, though. Yeah. Exactly. David got outside before he can go. It was like, oh, we saw Jonas. He was going his way to the park. You know what I'm saying? see in the right place. There's yeah. no other place on the planet like this. Yes. Yeah. This is a big, one of the biggest cities in the world. Right? Yeah. And you always anomaly. feel safe. You always feel, you know, protected. Yeah. And, and you, so you get mad at other parents because they don't pay attention to their kids are way behind them and they're three years old. And you're like, how can they? Because they're from here. That's right. You know, That's all they know. And we get mad at them. How can you let your kid be that far? They're a block away from you and they're two years old. Somebody can hit them. Nobody. They're, they're thinking, look. Well, you should have saw me when I was a little kid yeah. and these streets were just, you know, just granite and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, you better catch up. No. I'm leaving. We, we like that. When we first got here, yeah. our, daughter, our friend's daughter went to the park, and she was just walking out by herself. We going like, what, what are you doing? Like, Do What's up with you? What's yeah. going on? Should we walk with her? I have to admit that I, I, I was pretty strict with my sons when they were growing up because I don't come from that kind of environment. Yeah. And I do plan on having them travel, and I want them to get a false sense of security yeah. and be of color and go someplace and think it's going to be okay. Yeah. And my wife once said, well, but they're Japanese. I said, I understand. They're not half of anything. They're Japanese, and they're also American, blind. Yeah. But when people see them, that's not what they're going to see. That's not what they're going to see. So I said, the day they can walk outside and everyone thinks they're Japanese first, Dad, I won't say anything else. I'll be cool. But they look like me. And as long as they, yes, do, they do, and I tell my sons this, the thing they should do, and I tell them it's going to make it easier for them, don't speak to people in Japanese. Because if you do, people are going to assume your mother had you without having a husband. Yeah. The well, ones that matter. Some people think that. Yeah. But you want to avoid that. If, yeah, you speak it, if, you, if you speak in English, they're going to assume your father must be a diplomat. You went to international schools, first of all. Mm -hmm. And they're going to assume you don't speak Japanese. Now, when that comes out, it's like when Superman, he never did like this and said, hey, let me show you. He didn't get around people and said, let me show you. Bullets bounce off my chest yeah. and I can see through buildings. Yeah. No, he'd bump around and, you know, have these glasses on, act like he couldn't see. And so people appreciate it. When my son speaks Japanese afterwards, it's like going like this. They go, you can fly? But don't ever start off with that. And I used to use that same thing as a gymnast. I'm going to end with this.
because I'm gonna let this go because we've been here for how long? What's the time now? Oh, you've been there. It's been great conversation. Yeah, about an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Well, I'll tell you this afterwards then because I could go on and on and on. But thank you so much for this time. Thank you. No, it's I been had great. A great time. It's been great. It's been fantastic.